0: Welcome to Magic School, where you'll learn how to level up every aspect of your life and make your everyday magical, one step at a time, with magic that works. What's up, witches? Welcome to Magic School. I'm your host, Vervain, and I make magic every day. And I do a bunch of other stuff, too. And I make magic in a bunch of different ways, and I've talked about it in a lot of episode intros. And I'm trying to find a way to do that in a way that doesn't take five minutes every time. Uh, but today we're just going to skip it. Hi, I'm Vervain. I make magic. That's all you really need to know. Today's episode of Welcome to Magic School is our third episode on various aspects of manifestation magic, and today we're going to be talking specifically about intention. And even more specifically, we're going to be talking about, well, what is intention, it, which might seem obvious, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Why do we need it? Why it's so important to know clearly what you want and or need, and um, and if you want to know about the difference between wanting and needing and how that can affect your magic, go back and listen to the episode on sacrifice. And we're going to talk about how to go deeper and determine your true intention and your why beneath the surface. So not just like, I want this, but like, why? Why do you want that? Why is that important to you? And once you know your why, it's it's going to help you figure out, it's going to help you get to know your intention a lot better. And it's going to help you get to your intention, uh, much easier and faster. Um, and then I'm going to talk about how I've been fucking this all up (laughs) plus my plan to set it right in 2022. So I think this is one where I, I have, I have a good amount to teach from things that I've done successfully. And I have a good amount to teach from things that I have done unsuccessfully. And hopefully you can learn from both um, that's why we're here, right? That's what magic school is for is so that we can all learn from each other and so that you can learn from each other's successes as well as our failures and mistakes. So welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. But before we get into today's lesson, let's go over last lessons homework. So the homework from last lesson was for you to ask yourself the question and think about the answer to what are you sacrificing and what are you sacrificing it to? And for me, one of the things that's become really clear to me that is actually the inspiration for this episode as you'll as you'll find out further in in a little more detail, is that I have been sacrificing my wellness. And I think I mentioned this last episode. I don't know how much I talked about this. I haven't listened back to it yet, honestly. But yeah, I've been I've been really pushing myself the last couple of years to do more, produce more, work harder, you know, to to be more of a boss witch, and I've been sacrificing my wellness and my peace and my rest. To do so, and I'm—I know that you've heard me talking about it because there's so many episodes where I'm like, it's two thirty in the morning, and I was supposed to have this episode out two and a half hours ago, but I don't. And you know, I don't want to do that anymore. And I know that like planning ahead is really good for that. Um, and plan was actually my word of the year last year. Anyhow, let's. Uh, we- there's a bunch of solutions to this, but it's it's really important to me. I'm, I'm realizing how much my wellness is required for me to enjoy <laughs> anything else that I could possibly manifest. And I'm tired of manifesting other things while sacrificing my wellness, you know, to do so. I'm, because it's, I, well, we'll we'll talk about this later this episode, but I've actually been no, I won't spoil it. But that's that's something that I realized when I asked myself this question, and that's kind of where I where I ended up, and and this episode is where it's taken me. So um, I would love in the future, of course, like please, if you if you ever have anything to share about any of the topics that we cover, um, please do, or any topic that you'd like me to cover, please do send in um, voice messages or emails or messages, you know anything, it can be in writing. I love voice messages because then I can feature your voice on the show. But um, yeah, please do send me your thoughts on any topic that we've covered and I'd be happy to feature your thoughts uh, in the homework review section. We don't just have to review the previous episode's homework. I'm always down to review homework from any previous episode of which there right now are 10. This is episode number 11. Do you realize that? I didn't even, I forgot to celebrate last episode also that we were in our double digit. We had hit double digits of episodes of lessons of Welcome to Magic School. Uh, But we have. And I've been celebrating in my heart. So that's it for today's homework review. Please, uh, you can send me your future homework submissions to vervainhellsdaughter at gmail.com or you can submit them through the contact form on my website, which is linked in the show notes below. Or you can send me written messages or preferably voice messages. This is my favorite Um, on Instagram or via Instagram, whatever, at welcome to magic school. And I would love, 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 love to hear from you there. It always makes me so happy every time I do. So thank you so much. And let's Get on to today's lesson, which as I said, is about intention. So first things first, what is intention? You probably know this, but let's cover it briefly anyway, just so we're all on the same page. Turn to page 394. So I like to think of intention in two main ways, and those are my big picture vision and my current primary goal. So my big picture vision is like overall for my general life trajectory. And like, I don't necessarily expect this to manifest this year, but you know, or like this week or today or whatever, or like even next year necessarily. But this is what I'm moving towards. It's what I'm constantly holding as like my highest potential and so like what what i see when i look at my big picture vision is me fully embodied in my highest potential and i don't just see it also i feel it and we've you know i, I like tune into tap into the energy of feeling embodied in my highest potential and what do i imagine that would feel like to me but that's visualization and that's probably ah oh, jesus sorry. fucking christ hi so oh my to- god So that was my husband, very gently, kindly, and sneakily, unintentionally sneakily, um, calling me down to dinner. So anyhow, (laughs) big picture vision for me personally, I'll just give you an example. (laughs) If that scared you, it it scared me too. Um, please forgive me for leaving that in. So for me personally, my big picture vision, to give you an example, I see myself fully embodied in my highest potential. I see my family happy and healthy and thriving. I see the lives of the people around me enhanced and uplifted by the way that I live my life and the way that I show up in service to my people. I see and feel myself healthy, free, creative, well-rested, et cetera, et cetera. And to my mind, this is mostly about a feeling, a state of being, rather than like an event, occurrence, or achievement. So, like, my big picture vision is not like, have a house in this nice place with this many, you know, uh, like that's that, that could potentially, something like that could potentially be a current primary goal. Cause for me, current primary goals are a little more specific. My big picture vision is my big overarching goal that all of my little goals lead up to and and add up to. And it is important also that your current primary goal or like, like all of your little goals and manifestations along the way, those should be pieces of the puzzle that is... That's that's a really, actually a really good way to think of it. Is like your your big picture vision is like what does the puzzle look like when it's all put together? You know, <laughs> is your big picture vision like what's what's the picture that you're that that is on the puzzle that you're putting together as you put together the puzzle pieces of your life? And then your current primary goals are like finding and placing each of those individual puzzle pieces, right? So these are the baby steps or p- Perhaps bigger than baby steps um, that make up the path to your big picture vision. These are also a lot easier to get wrong because they're more specific, and because we don't always have a bird's eye view of our future and how our wants, needs, desires, and circumstances will change over time. So, I, you know, I've we've we've all done this. We've all set goals for ourselves, and then as we get closer to them, or as we get like further along on our own personal timelines. Um, you know, we realize, you know, that I I said that I wanted to do this. I said that I was going to do this, but that doesn't actually feel authentic to me anymore. That doesn't actually feel like what I want anymore. I actually think I want to go in this other direction. And it's okay to walk away from those little goals that or even big goals that just don't feel like yours anymore. You know, you don't have to do something just because you don't have to still want something because you wanted it once. Um and I suppose your, your big picture vision can change over time as well for me, because I do feel like my big picture vision is more rooted in a feeling than in any specific. um, I definitely do have like specific things. Like I definitely, I do want kids, you know, I do want to homeschool my kids. I do want to live not so cramped in the city. You know, I do want to figure out how to grow some plants. (laughs) You know, even if I'm, I don't, I don't know if it's realistic to like want to live entirely off of my own land because i I was a farm i worked on a farm i wasn't a farmer i worked on a farm i was a field hand for like a couple weeks once and um i mean i didn't quit i was laid off and that's a story that i actually just told on if you want to hear that story it's actually a really great story i think And I just told that on my interview in the Your Average Witch podcast, which I guess this is the first time I'm telling you about that. Um, It should be coming out sometime in the first couple months of this year. And if you have not, if you're not already a listener (laughs) of Your Average Witch, it's a great podcast. Um, You know, as soon as this episode's over, of course, you should go (laughs) and listen to Your Average Witch, but you should go and subscribe to it right now because you can do that while you're still listening to this one, I'm pretty sure. And you can queue it up and you can listen to all their back episodes. And maybe by the time that the interview with me comes out, you'll have already caught up on all their back episodes. And then you'll be listening to two of the coolest witchy podcasts out there. How about that? That would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. So current primary goal. These are... Uh, okay. Yes. It's easy to get, in ta- to get attached to an intention and then fail to realize that our intention should change when our needs or circumstances change or when we get new information or perhaps when we have actually achieved the intention without realizing it which is actually this is actually something that i did that it has led up to me choosing this as the topic for today's episode is that i and i'll go into this more later this episode but i've been focused for so long so hard like i get like tired even just like thinking about like how hard i've been focusing and working to manifest quote unquote abundance and i feel like such a fucking idiot man cuz i look around me and i'll 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 talk about this more later but i i'm so surrounded by abundance that it's well, i guess it's funny <laughs> i guess it is funny <laughs> I suppose it is funny, but it also made me cry when I realized it. So um, I do want to talk about that, but we'll, we'll get there. So what is intention? That to me are like the two main ways that I think about intention are big picture vision and current primary goal. And I talked about this more in episode one, actually, if you haven't listened to that one, that's probably my most popular episode, actually, um, probably because I marketed it the hardest, but I think also people seem to get a lot of value out of it. So I think it's a really good one go listen to it if you haven't yet um so why do we need intention why is it so important this is not actually a lewis carroll quote it's a paraphrase of a quote of a scene from alice in wonderland that is much harder to use as a quote and that's why this quote is popular but this is the quote it's not a lewis carroll quote but here's the quote if you don't know where you want to go then it doesn't matter which path you take and it's true you can and actually um if you've been following me for a really long time you'll know actually that my username on Instagram used to be the wandering witch and my like my jewelry business and everything that I ran before it used to be called the wandering witch. Um and I chose that name because I thought like I wanted I wanted the things that I sold to feel like they had come like I made them, but I wanted it to feel like I had like brought them from these adventures in various magical lands and that it was like a, you know, collected, things collected from across many, many and various lands around the world, magical places. That's how I wanted it to feel. And so I called it the Wandering Witch. And then I, I just, I came to a point where I decided that I didn't want to wander anymore. I wanted to move with purpose. (laughs) I didn't want to just meander and no, not all those who wander are lost. All that is gold does not glitter. (laughs) Not all those who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. Uh, It's true, but I was wandering and I was lost, or perhaps I was just gathering puzzle pieces. Perhaps I was just gathering puzzle pieces. That is a sense that I got back then. I, was, I did a lot of shamanic journeying back in that time in my life. And I did continuously get the sense that I was like gathering puzzle pieces that, you know, who, the use of which would become clear later down the line. And I think, um, I think that's true, actually. I think I've used most of those puzzle pieces and I'm, I'm sure I'll use the rest of them at some point. That seems to be the way things go but yes if you don't know where you want to go then it really doesn't fucking matter which 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 way you go you know which path you take which decisions you make along the way if you don't care where you end up it doesn't matter what choices you make and there is kind of a beauty in that you know but i i just personally i hit a point where i was like you know. I only have so much life left and actually I don't even know how much life I have left. Literally none of it's guaranteed. And I have a lot of things that I know that I came here in this life to do that I need to do. And that like a lot of things that I need to create and make and get out there. You know, I have songs, more songs to write and songs that I've written that I need to record and publish. You know, I have so much knowledge to share <laughs> Um Hence, here we are in a podcast. Hence, my first two books, you know, and I still feel like, oh my God, I have like so much that I want to say that I want to put out there. And, um, you know, I, wa- I want a family. I want a home. I want to get off the struggle bus. And wandering wasn't getting me any of those places. So I decided to stop wandering and to start moving forward with the purpose. And that's when I switched from being the wandering witch to being. Viviane and the roses, and we will absolutely have to do an episode on rose magic one of these days. But today is not that day. So, why is it? So the so the point there, obviously, is that or is it obvious? I'll say it: is that if you if there is a pl- if you if you don't have an intention, you could end up anywhere at all. And if you're happy with ending up absolutely anywhere, you know, if you want to, if you want to treat your life like a game, um, that's fine. And honestly, no judgment. That's just not how I want to live my life anymore. And that is how I wanted to live some of my adolescence and young adulthood. But I'm just done with that. <laughs> and honestly, I kind of wish I'd been, I don't know. I don't know if it's useful to have regrets. I don't think it is. I think it may be useful to have regrets only in so far as it motivates you to not make the same mistakes again in the future. But I don't even know if it's correct to consider my wandering phase a mistake because it it's led, you know, I wouldn't be who I am now if I if I wasn't who I was then. <laughs> so why is it so important though to know clearly what you want and or need? Uh, let's talk about that. There's practical reasons and there's magical reasons. And and when I say clearly, I mean that, you, let's take health and wellness for an example. And I actually, the reason that I chose, I almost chose the word wellness as my 2022 word of the year, and I didn't. And the reason that I didn't is because my friend Abigail gave me this really good piece of advice. I was talking about various word word of the year options that I was thinking of and she said well I think you should pick one that makes you feel something Uh, she said it differently and she said it better but the idea that I got from what she was saying was that you want to pick a word where just the word alone makes you feel things in your body that feel aligned for you that feel like yeah that's what I want that's what I need right now and wellness the word didn't do that for me because I honestly don't even know what true wellness feels like. I don't know if I've ever been like truly well since since like early childhood or I mean I guess yeah early childhood um I've always been at least a little bit overweight you know and it's just gotten worse and more extreme Um, you know I've never been active and I've never you know I've never eaten really poorly but I've never put a lot of thought well that's not true I don't know I just I feel like like to be truly well is something that i've never actually experienced as an adult and so when i think of the word wellness i'm like what is that like it doesn't make me it doesn't incite this or invoke a feeling in my body it just invokes a curiosity a wonder and maybe a little bit of guilt also but also like a longing a yearning um but those are not the feelings <laughs> that I wanted for my word of the year. And so we'll, we'll get to what I did pick later because that's, that's, um, that's what we're going to talk about when we talk about workshopping intention. And so because that word is so fuzzy to me and the whole idea of health and wellness is so fuzzy and blurry to me, that's not enough of a goal for me, you know, I have to get more specific with my vision. I have to get more specific with my intention than just wellness. And so the first part of that to me is lose weight. Um, I'll be I'll be frighteningly vulnerable and honest here. Um at my heaviest, I was almost 220 pounds. I was. When I weighed in at my absolute heaviest, I was 217.8 pounds. And that number sticks out to me because I remember thinking like my worst case scenario as I stepped on the scale. I was like, I've, I've always, I've been about 190 for a long time. And I feel like worst case scenario is closer to 200. And when I saw that it was closer to 220, I I was like, well, on the one hand, I was horrified. And then on the other hand, I was like, oh, that's why I feel so awful lately. (laughs) Everything makes sense. I suddenly understand why I've been feeling, I I was literally feeling heavy in my body, you know? I was feeling not me and I was also dealing with a lot of inflammation. Um, I had just been, I'd been using a lot of like Band-Aid fixes and not doing the real deep dives that I needed to do. And last April, I started on the journey of doing that and actually lost about 20 pounds. And then between autumn and my wedding and the holidays and seasonal depression and just like losing losing steam and, and largely also like dedicating myself to other projects, um, I gained most, not all, but most of it back. So um, right now, I'm actually, I'm losing again and I've lost about five, seven pounds so far over the last couple of weeks. And I'm currently, I'll, I'll, I'll be very, I'm, I'm choosing to be vulnerable and honest with you. Um, and I weighed in this morning at 207.9. So to me, that's like, and I, for my weight, I'm five foot six. Um, my goal weight is 145 with the like caveat that as I get closer to my goal weight, if I realize that like that might be unrealistic for me or that like with my frame, that doesn't make sense. Like I'm not attached to the number. I'm looking for a feeling, but I know that I need to lose weight because I feel heavy. I feel dense. I feel slow. I feel like my body itself is holding me back and I'm in charge of my body. So that's my job to fix that. And that's me being specific with a part of my intention. A part of my intention is to lose what, like f- like 50 more pounds, basically. And a part of my intention as well is to, you know, I don't want to just do it by eating less. It's really important to me to move my body intentionally, frequently. And Um, I was really good last year again for a couple months, actually, about doing yoga like all the damn time. And I was feeling so good. And I was also playing uh, Beat Saber, which is a game on the Oculus, which is really, really fun. And if you like go hard, it's really good movement. Um, I was working up a serious sweat, burning a lot of calories. I could tell because I was using a Fitbit, which I have let lose its charge and I have not recharged for the last several months. I did just find it though, uh, but I didn't find the thing that I need to plug it in. So that's, you know, but it's one thing that's really cool. Also, this is a little bit of a tangent here, but I've been using Noom, which is actually a really great tool. And I do want to say also that while I did gain back a good chunk of the weight that I lost in my like autumn, winter depression, well, and a lot of it also (laughs) was we had, um, summer in Texas and our air conditioner wasn't working and I stopped exercising because it was summer in Texas and our air conditioner wasn't working and I kind of feel like that's a valid excuse it's not I mean it it is and it isn't like it's a good solid excuse but it's also like well you, you you still need to be like it's still my fault you know it's not Texas's fault that I didn't lose the weight you know whatever anyhow so It's something that I take responsibility for, and these are pieces of my vision, pieces of my intention, and the clarity there in my intention is lose the weight, move my body every day, make conscious choices about what I eat. You know, I want to make sure that I'm actually nourishing my body with what I put in it, and I want to make sure that I'm using all the tools at my disposal for my wellness because I feel better when I use my oil. I, I get better sleep when I use my oils, and I have more energy when I drink my Ningxia and I have more energy when I move my body and I feel better when I take good care of my body and when I eat well and when I don't eat too much also like oh my god I was dealing with acid reflux for the longest time and I was like oh my god what's wrong with me like what's wrong with my body what am I eating that's setting it off and I finally figured out that like you can get acid reflux just from like having too much stuff in your stomach and I was literally like causing my own acid reflux just by like overeating and what a revelation that was oh my gosh to like realize that like oh it's not it's not like any particular sensitivity it's me not paying attention to my body and its needs so that's that's i guess that's my biggest intention is like pay attention in terms of wellness which is one of my big intentions for the year. Um, It's not the word that I chose, but it's a major factor. It's a major piece of the puzzle for the word that I chose. I'll just spoiler alert. The word that I chose is freedom. And in order to feel freedom, I need to feel free in my body. And like I said, I feel like my body's holding me back. So a big part of my intention for this year is to focus on my wellness and to develop my wellness and having that clarity those separate pieces of the wellness puzzle of like moving my body, listening to my body, making good choices with what I put into my body, both in terms of food, in terms of skincare products. Because Just because you're putting something on your body instead of in it doesn't mean it's not going into your body. Your skin is an organ. It's full of pores. You put stuff on your skin. It absolutely goes inside your body. Um, you know, like putting Clorox on your skin is not the same as eating Clorox but it's still not good for you. Um <laughs> and yeah, anyhow. So you know, being being really mindful about what I put on my skin, what I use in my home, what I'm breathing in, you know, all of those things make a difference in how I feel. So those are things that I'm paying attention to this year. And I you know, if I didn't have serious clarity on what my intention is, Let me rephrase that. The clarity that I have on my wellness-centric intentions allows me, informs the decisions that I make every single day. Yes. And the word of the year that I chose also is like a quick one-word reminder for me to tap back into that, you know, when I look for, when I'm when I'm making a choice about what to eat, I think I choose freedom. I choose freedom. I choose freedom from all of this extra weight. And I told you I was thinking about the word shedding. We'll get to that, anyhow. Okay. Why is it so important to know clearly what you want and or need? Practically knowing your goal, both your current primary goal and your big picture vision gives you something to guide your daily choices. So for me, with the with the wellness intention, that's like, what am I going to eat for breakfast? What am I going to eat for lunch? What am I going to eat for dinner? What am I going to do in those spaces in between? When am I going to make myself put down my phone and go to bed? When am I going to start recording my podcast so that I can be done in time to go to bed at a reasonable hour to get enough sleep before I have to either go to work the next day or wake up for my boss, which is meeting the next day? Um, You know, all of these things like these are these are little daily decisions that have to get made right to support my intention of full body wellness. Mind body wellness, you know, it's not just my body. I I think I I struggle way more with body stuff than I do with with mental stuff. I do struggle with mental stuff also, but I I feel like my my body stuff is a bigger it's harder for me it's harder for me for sure so that's my focus right now main focus but freedom all of it it's all it all ties into freedom <sighs> freedom from guilt freedom from shame freedom from extra stuff that's the shedding i talked about right so yeah if if i for example if i have no clear goals it doesn't matter how i spend my weekend it does i can i can sleep in as late as i want i can do whatever i want and as long as i make it to work on my next work day and don't get fired um it doesn't really matter and actually even if i get fired that doesn't really matter either because keeping that job wasn't one of my goals you know if i don't have any clear goals like i don't i can if i don't have any clear goals i can live out of my car Probably should still make my car payments, but, you know, that's a goal. <laughs> that's a goal, you know? So, so goals, goals provide clarity that guide our everyday decision making. And this is all just practical. We're not even in the magic yet. If I have clear goals, like I said, it may matter quite a lot how I spend my weekend. Planning becomes crucial. Setting boundaries becomes really important. Making intentional sacrifices becomes absolutely necessary. See previous lesson. Uh, for me knowing that my primary goal was to manifest a feeling of freedom across my body, my home, my mind, my finances, financial freedom, my personal decisions, etc., has already in the first, just like in the first week or so, we're not, not even a full week into 2022, has already in the first six days of 2022 has helped me part with possessions that I didn't even realize were weighing me down helped me sort through a ton of the mess that is this room like I know you heard me talk in last episode about this room and how it was the room I didn't want to fucking look at it was so overwhelming well I've spent like three full days since 2022 started uh actually I spent New Year's Eve doing this as well like going through the all the stuff in this room and I'm not done yet I'm nowhere near done but oh my god it's so much better Um, The desk that I'm actually working at right now is not a lot better, but the table behind me and the floor are tons better. And that's guided by this intention of I want freedom. I want the freedom to move throughout my house however the fuck I want. I want the freedom to use this space the way it was intended to be used. I don't want to feel like I can't use this space because I'm inhibited by my own stuff. Ugh. What a terrible feeling. And I've been carrying that around for so long. And I don't you know, I don't want to feel like I can't move the way I feel called to move because my body isn't down. You know? And uh okay, anyhow, so it's also helped me. <laughs> so it's helped me sort through the clutter. It's helped me unsubscribe from several email lists, uh unfriend quite a few Facebook friends. I only made it through like half the A's, but you know I made some progress there. Um, It's helped me avoid consuming coffee and other food and beverages that don't make me feel my best, uh, including too much of a good thing. You know, like I said, Um, it's helped me intentionally choose to get on my yoga mat and move my body first thing in the mornings. uh, Every single morning, except this morning, actually, because I actually woke up. Well, this is this is this is an excuse, not a reason. I did wake up feeling like shit today and I feel like shit for most of the day. And that would have been, you know, I'm going to rewrite this narrative because feeling like shit would have been a really good reason to get on my yoga mat. And instead I used it as a reason to not move at all. And that's probably the root of my problem here, isn't it? Okay. So let's rewrite that narrative. Next time I wake up feeling like shit. Let me write this down actually. Okay. I made myself a little post-it goal. I'm putting it up here. It says, next time i wake up feeling like shit put on my oils and get on my yoga mat first thing because it's gonna help me not feel like shit so much it's gonna at least it's gonna help me feel less like shit even if i still feel like shit i'm gonna feel like a slightly smaller pile of shit i'm gonna feel like a slightly yeah more slightly better taken care of piece of shit I hope that you understand me, and that uh, I'm not calling myself a piece of shit. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 already just in the first couple of days of this year. Having that intention of freedom has of creating freedom in all aspects of my life has helped me make so many good decisions. And I'm really, really, really trying to set myself up for the whole rest of the year to continue making those good decisions that create personal, physical, mental, spiritual, and financial freedom for myself. Yeah. Anyhow, that's practical. That's all practical. And I think that honestly, like, all of those practical mundane things are so cool that you could call them magical. But now we're gonna talk about straight up magic. This is stuff that, you know, all the practical stuff, you could call it magical, but this magical stuff, you're not gonna be able to call it practical. So here's the magical stuff. One, your intention is the mold that shapes the energy you put out into the world. I'm gonna repeat that. Your intention is the mold or the shaping hands, Urus. Urus is the, the rune of the shaping power, right? Uh, your intention is the mold or the shaping power, the hands, the sculptor that shapes the energy that you put out into the world. It is the filter through which the light of your magic shines and is reflected back to you. I'm gonna say that again. Your intention is the filter through which your light shines and is reflected back to you your intention determines or at least guides what magical methods and spell ingredients you'll want to use um and you know spell ingredients are optional but methods are not if you're doing magic you got to have some method right doesn't matter well it, it I was going to say, it doesn't matter which one, but that we come back again to like, if you don't care where you end up, it doesn't matter which method you use, which path you take, you know, if you care where you end up, it may well matter which methods you use. Uh, So, yeah, so, so those are some really, I don't think that requires as much explanation as the other one maybe did. Maybe the other one didn't require that much explanation. Maybe I just chose to put that in because I wanted to. Anyhow, Hi. So let's talk about how to go deeper and determine your true intention and your why beneath the surface. And to talk about that, (laughs) we're going to talk about how I've been fucking this all up. And we've already talked a little bit about how I plan to set it right in 2022, but I, I want to walk you through the mistake that I made. And I don't know if it was a mistake necessarily. Yeah, the, at a certain point, it became a mistake. I don't know if it started out as a mistake, but it definitely, I, I, I took it a little far for sure. And that's that i i I was so focused for so long on manifesting abundance. And abundance was never like my word of the year or anything. But it was always like everything that I was doing, it was always like, I need to create abundance. So like, what do I need to focus on to do that? And, you know, I know what they say magically. You know, you want to you wanna tap into the feelings of what it is that you're trying to manifest, right? And oh, man, man, oh man, can I tell you this is true? Because <laughs> boy, oh boy, have I manifested what I was trying to manifest. I manifested abundance. Because what's abundance? Abundance is... More than enough, right? Abundance is more than enough. And boy, oh boy, do I have more than enough. Which is why, obviously, like, if I didn't have, I feel so stupid. I I literally, like, when I realized this, my first words were, Wow, I feel like such a fucking idiot. And (laughs) maybe those shouldn't have been my first words. But those were, that was my first thought, that was my first feeling, and it came right out of my mouth. Uh, so, yeah, okay, so I've already told you that my current primary goal can be summed up by the word freedom, which is my 2022 word of the year. Um, this was not the first word that came to me, which you already know, because we talked about shedding last month. And I was talking about shedding, you know, if, if I hadn't had a problem with having more than enough, I wouldn't have been talking about the word shedding in the first place. And I was thinking about shedding because I knew I needed to shed pounds. I knew I needed to shed stuff. I knew I had too much stuff. I knew I had too much weight on my body. I knew I had too many responsibilities and too many goals that I needed to narrow it down and too many limiting beliefs and too many fears that I needed to shed these things. And I do need to shed these things. And uh, I'm choosing to create freedom by shedding these things. So, And shedding, by the way, does make me feel a thing. So when Abigail was telling me, you wanna pick a word that makes you feel something in your body that feels aligned and resonant with where you're wanting to go. And shedding, I feel like I can feel the snake shedding the dead skin. I feel myself like, like I I can, when I think of the word shedding, I, I feel this like dead layer around me like peeling off and i f- i feel myself shedding it and that is a beautiful feeling and i i started to toy with some other things because i felt like maybe shedding wasn't um wasn't didn't like fully encompass where i want to go this year like that's a big part of it but that's not the purpose right like shedding is is the action that i want to take but that's not the guiding principle right and, and I don't want to overshed either. Like, I've worked really hard to manifest a lot of what I have. And I really love so much of what I have. I love so much of the life that I've manifested. I've just manifested perhaps a little bit too much of it. And, and we'll get there. Um, and so, after that, I started to think about the word wellness. And like I said, I, I, I dropped that one. One, because it also felt a little too narrow. Like, I I know that my wellness is a really important piece of where I'm going, but I didn't f- I don't feel like I need an entire year to just focus on wellness um and I feel also like if I did just focus on wellness, that could I don't know, it didn't it didn't invoke any particular feeling in me as I explained previously. So I decided not to choose that one. It feels important, but not inclusive enough. So the next one I toyed with was release. And I liked the word release because I've already told you I've made an oath to release six singles and an album of music this year. And I was looking for a word that would encompass the idea of shedding and also like include my musical goals. And I thought release was fun because you know it is a lot like shedding. I have a lot of stuff to release. I have a lot of weight to release. I have a lot of... Fears to release and I also have a lot of music to release um but that again it didn't feel quite like it felt closer but it also felt like I was picking it partially for the pun which I would have been (laughs) and it was when I was looking at those three words that was when I talked to Abigail about it and we started talking about our words of the year and what we were thinking and uh, we helped each other narrow it down and and come to our come to our uh, our choices and and she yeah so she said pick a word that makes you and I'm gonna share this with you also if you have never had a word of the year I didn't even say what a word of the year is a word of the year is like I guess it's like a New Year's resolution kind of thing it's like a having a tarot card of the year or or any other such thing but but you pick it or uh, though I I mean there you could come across, you could choose a word of the year any number of ways. And I suppose a word of the year very much could choose you. Um, And in the past, I've also, I've had words where it was like, I didn't have to think about it at all. It was like, I immediately knew order is my word of the year. And that was, I think, 2019. And then I think 2020, my word of the year was move, but I did not do a good job of that. Um, I really uh, did not did not follow through on that or was when was i had follow through as a word of the year one year and that was the year that i went back to college and i did a bunch of stuff that year and i actually did really well my follow-through year and i did pretty well um my order year although i didn't get far enough um and then last year was my plan year plan was my word of the year last year and I don't know that I've mastered it, but I definitely proved to myself that it works. And I definitely, like, I definitely have incorporated certain aspects of planning into my life on a regular basis and, like, planning ahead specifically. I mean, what else is planning but planning ahead? It's the same thing. Whatever. Um, I've definitely, like succeeded in solidifying some the presence of planning in my life in 2021. That was last year, right? Yeah, 2021. Um, and I definitely want to carry that through and expand upon that because I do feel like planning actually helped create a lot of freedom for me. Planning ahead helped create a lot of freedom in my life. So insofar as freedom is my overarching intention for this year, um, planning and movement and order and follow through Are all going to be important for for this year so that's that and and you can you may know like just by us talking about words of the year here like you may already know you may be like oh yep i know my word of the year i got it or you may have a couple things floating around in your head or you may be like i don't need this this is dumb (laughs) um or you may like I know people who've like picked oracle cards and used that to pick a word of the year or done like bibliomancy and used that to pick a word of the year or any number of other things. There's all sorts of fun ways. But it's just an overarching theme for the year. So Abigail had shared with me, and I'll share this with you again, if you're workshopping a word for yourself, pick a word that makes you feel something in your body that resonates with you and your intention. So again, shedding... Made me feel like a snake shedding old dead skin and being reborn anew. Definitely a feeling that I want to carry forward into 2022. Wellness doesn't really make me feel anything, probably because I have so little experience with it. Um, it does invoke like the ideas of the absence of pain and disease. Um, but I also feel like the absence of something is not a feeling. And when I think about what I hope true, this is really where it comes from, where it comes to, where it comes to a head is that like when I think about what I hope true wellness feels like what i believe true wellness would create for me is a feeling of freedom and that's like you know the ability to move freely in my body freedom from cravings that don't serve my highest good freedom to do the things that i want to do and go the places that i want to go without worrying about whether or not my body can handle it and freedom from all of this extra weight that i'm carrying because it's 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 heavy it's heavy it doesn't feel good and i don't I don't know. Anyhow, um, so freedom, free. That's how I want to feel this year. That's how I want to feel forever. And it's not just in terms of wellness either. Time freedom, freedom from corporate America, freedom to work from anywhere. You know, I I, I started to write freedom to work from home. And then I was like, no, I want to be able to work from home. I also want to be able to work from Hawaii. And I also want to be able to work from Morocco. And I want to be able to work from Jerusalem. I want to be able to work from... Paris and London and Oxford and California and New York. I want to be able to work from wherever the fuck I am, whenever the fuck I want. And (laughs) that is freedom, right? I want financial freedom. You know, I want the freedom to travel. I want to feel free to have kids because right now I don't, you know? Right now I feel like I feel so trapped by my st- I feel like I can't move to a different house cuz I feel like I'm trapped by all the stuff that I have in this house that I have to sort through. I feel like I can't you know, be spend time with a child and really like devote myself to to raising a child because I work at Starbucks. <laughs> you know, so these are these are things that I want freedom from and I can start to create this freedom by taking these little baby steps every single day. So this brings me to how I've been fucking this up real bad. And that is that, you know, freedom like I just described is pretty much what I've been craving and yearning for for probably ever. And yet the primary intention that I've been consciously manifesting for literally years now is abundance. And I mean literally years. Abundance, abundance, abundance. Well, Abundance is great, let me tell you. Abundance, like I said, equals more than enough. The idea being that if you're truly abundant, you can live freely and give freely. There's that freedom again because you have more than enough, more than what you need to get by. You have wiggle room. And I've been focusing on abundance because I, you know, what I see, what I've been seeing as like the road to my personal freedom is replacing my income and quitting my job and while i think that's true i didn't specify that i needed an abundance of freedom as part of my abundance you know when i tuned into so so like when i tuned into the feeling i've been directing so much magic and energy intention and attention towards the intention of being abundant and living in abundance and to do that, I've you know, I've been tuning into the feelings, attuning myself to the feelings of like, what, what makes me feel abundant and how can I surround myself with that? How can I fill my life with things that make me feel abundant? Eating delicious and nutritious food, having good produce, ingredients, and snacks on hand, that makes me feel abundant. What else makes me feel abundant? Being able to share my food with others, to feed my friends, to offer food and beverages to everyone from my best friend to the postman, you know, like when the Amazon delivery guy comes to my house, I want to be able to offer him something to drink. I do. And like, I do that also. Like if I catch him in person, you know, I do. And and I, I want to be able to have lots of people over for dinner and still have leftovers. Be able to order whatever I want at a restaurant and pay for my friends meals on the rare occasion that we go out, which is not very often. Not because I can't afford it, but because I just prefer to eat it home because we make really good food and it's a lot cheaper and it's I don't have to leave the house and I can it's great it's great I love eating at home I love cooking at home I love having friends over and I love having leftovers like these things make me feel so abundant what else makes me feel abundant being surrounded by beautiful things an abundance of art and art objects crystals have you seen my gallery wall I shared it on Instagram it's so beautiful I'm surrounded by so much art. So much beautiful art, so much beauty, so many crystals. Um, I feel abundant when I'm clothed in beautiful, colorful textiles. When I have an abundance of clothes and accessories to choose from, that makes me feel abundant having a literal library of books in my house, having the ability to research any number of topics from my own home, not only for myself, but for anyone else who asks. I love it when my friends message me like, hey, do you know anything about Hestia? And I can be like, yeah, let me grab, let me like send you photos of pages from like four different books that have entries on Hestia or sections on Hestia or whatever, you know, like, let me me be a resource for you. That makes me feel abundant. Being able to be a resource for other people makes me feel abundant. So, and, and like being able to travel regularly, having anything that I might need already on hand, those things feel abundant. At least that's what I've thought of abundance as feeling like and being for me the last few years. And it's true that when I am at home, on my day off, not at all thinking about my job, not at all thinking about my, you know desire to have children. <laughs> When I'm not thinking about those big overarching goals and I'm enjoying my home, I really do feel abundant. I am surrounded by art. I have curated the most beautiful and comfortable collection of clothing and I love it so much. Um, It makes me so happy. It really does. Like, it really, really does. Um, And, you know, as long as I don't think too much about what's really important to me in the long run, I feel really abundant. And then when I start to think about what's really important to me in the long run, I start to feel really trapped. I start to feel really stuck. I start to feel, um, you know, I, 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 I get back in, in scarcity, in fear, um, and I, I feel the struggle. And it's really funny because, like I said, I, I have literally manifested everything on that list that I just read you. And yet, like I've even been traveling regularly, you know, it's just that like my parents generally pay for it because I'm generally traveling to go see my parents. Um, But that is traveling on a fairly regular basis, you know, there I do get to go to Seattle every now and then (laughs) I do get to go to California every now and then. And I did get to go to Hawaii to see my dad. That was pretty cool. Um, My dad just like decided to get an Airbnb in Hawaii for a month in the middle of, COVID because it was like really cheap to go and it was just family. So we went. It was great. Um <laughs> and uh, you know, judge me if you dare. That's fine. Whatever. Anyhow. So I literally have manifested everything on that list, and yet I've been living under the illusion that I'm not, in fact, abundant. When the truth is that I'm super fucking abundant. And it just all rests on me continuing to make X number of dollars a month to pay for the house that holds all the stuff, to pay for the car that gets me to the places, you know, that gets me to the job <laughs> that pays for the house to get, to keep all the stuff, you know? And, and I, I've, I've thought about it, like how really, like my employer is, is kind of, really like what starbucks is doing is like selling me my own possessions um like if i didn't if i didn't have if i wasn't so attached to all of these beautiful things that i own uh i literally wouldn't care about having about like being able to continue to pay for this house and i literally wouldn't care like it would be so easy to move anywhere. It would be so easy to I, I you know, like if I wasn't so attached to my stuff, I would have a lot more freedom. Um and I'm, I guess you could say I'm I'm aiming for a happy medium, right? <laughs> I would love to have a home that feels abundant, that's filled with beautiful things, and I would also love to have freedom. And so yeah, because all this abundance that I've created for myself rests on me continuing to make a certain income, it leaves me feeling trapped by my possessions and my job instead of feeling free. And to me, what what I really wanted, although I never, uh, what's the word, never articulated it before, is is the freedom. That was what I really wanted was the freedom to to. To do whatever I might want to do at any given moment. And that's resulted in me having a lot of extra stuff. Because like I said, having anything that I might already need. Having anything that I might need already on hand feels abundant to me. Well, it does. And so I've used that as like an excuse to have so many things that I've never used. Because it's like, oh, well, I might need that someday. Um, Marie Kondo has a lot to say about that. (laughs) She says let it go (laughs) let it go let it go turn away and slam the door okay anyhow um so yeah I, i don't feel free i feel trapped by my own abundance it's fucking crazy anyhow so in other words i've been successfully manifesting abundance for years now to the point that i have too much now more than enough an abundance of an overabundance of so many good things, and all of that more-than-enoughness has come at the expense of my freedom, which I am no longer willing to sacrifice. Bam! Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I'll wait. So, and of course, I haven't really been feeling abundant much of the time because I haven't had what I haven't had more than enough of. You know, I have had more than enough time, more than enough clothes, more than enough art, more than enough stuff. I live with so much art in this room. Like I can't fit. I have so much art in this house that I cannot fit it on all the walls. I um, When we manifested this house, this is another really good lesson in intention is that when we manifested this house, like one of the things that we put on our list that we wanted was lots of windows and lots of natural light. And we forgot to ask for lots of wall space for art. And so we ended up manifesting this house that like is covered in windows and has like very little usable wall space for art and as an artist who has a lot of paintings that i've done as well as like a lot of art that i've collected that i love um that wall space is kind of important so you know i didn't put that on the list (laughs) when we were manifesting this house and that's that's a lesson learned um and it it makes me laugh though it's i think it's funny we really got like pretty much exactly what we asked for in this house. It's insane how precisely this house manifested for us, and that's something I would love to do an episode on as well. Kind of like a story time, if I can get, uh, if I can get my friend Laura to do that with me. We will see. Anyhow, so yes, yeah, so all of this more than enoughness, and uh, oh yeah, so so the things, well, there's all these things that I have manifested an abundance of. The things that I haven't had more than enough of are time, energy, connections, network, friends, like, yeah, connections, wellness, and true freedom. (laughs) I've been eating more than enough, an abundance of food, and now I have an abundance of weight, (laughs) you know? I've created and acquired an abundance of art. And now I have more than I can fit on my walls. And it literally is an inhibiting movement in my home. Like all of these painted canvases that I have are like stacked up against the wall. And it's like, where do I put the furniture? Where do I put the me? <laughs> I don't know necessarily. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, I've acquired more crystals than I can cleanse, more tarot decks than I can get to know deeply, more books than I can read or even shelve. I literally have more books than bookshelf right now. Um, more clothes than my closet can hold, you get the picture. And while this abundance and overabundance even, like while this is abundance, this is not freedom. I literally feel trapped by the abundance that I've effectively manifested. It's crazy. And when I realized this, of course, I had a good long cry session. I finally admitted to myself and my best friend that I had thought that I was failing to manifest abundance, no matter how hard I tried. And I was like, You know, I kept trying because I believe in magic and I believe in myself or at least I, yes, I do. I mean, I. part of me wants to say that I I want to believe in magic and I want to believe in myself. But the truth is I, I must believe in those things. I really do believe what Jordan Peterson says about belief, which is that, you know, what you believe is not what you say you believe. It's what you do. It's reflected in what you do. And I do magic, so I must believe in it a certain amount, at least, you know, and I, I continue to try. I continue to persevere. So I must believe in myself. And and when I ask myself the question, do I believe in myself? I really do. Um, there is no other option the way that I see it. Um, I'm all I've got. That's not true. That's not true at all. I have a lot more than me. I actually have a lot of support in this life. And I'm actually really, really grateful for it. Um, So yeah, I kept... it It was really scary and sad to... But also really freeing to finally admit to myself that I had thought that I was failing to manifest abundance no matter how hard I tried. And I kept trying because I believe in magic and because I believe in myself But I was becoming so frustrated with my situation and with what I perceived as my failure, or at least my lack of success. Like you know, maybe I maybe I haven't officially failed, but like I haven't succeeded yet, right? So I have to keep trying, right? Um, You know, it's not failure until you give up, right? Uh, And then I looked up. I was literally I was lying on my yoga mat. My uh, Abigail and I were doing yoga together, and we kind of finished. And we were just kind of like lying there talking about words of the year and stuff. And I looked up at my enchanted gallery wall covered in, I counted them for this, more than 40 pieces of beautiful framed art. Like I I have an abundance of frames even, which is like, that feels abundant to me because for so long, all of my art was unframed and it felt really like college student. And it feels, I feel so abundant when I look up at this beautiful wall full of beautiful framed art, like knowing how much. How much money and how much time and how much love and how much magic was invested in that gallery wall. I love it so much. I really do. And looking up at that, you know, looking up at this beautiful gallery wall from where I lay literally drenched in like the highest quality essential oils. You know, with the most wonderful friend clothed in some of my favorite silks on my super soft faux suede chinoiserie yoga mat. Like, how abundant is this whole sentence? Surrounded by more books and crystals that I know what to do with in my three-story neo-Victorian house called the Citrine Palace, which is literally surrounded by peacocks, roses, trees, and running water. And that was when I realized that I'm actually extraordinarily good at manifesting abundance. And I've always associated being a woman of the citrine palace, being a citrine queen with being a queen of roses, with being um the, with the the queen of pentacles and the nine of pentacles, both of those. Um and the queen of Man- the queen of pentacles is an abundance manifester, right? And like I always I've always I well, I don't know about always, but I've identified with that archetype for so long with the archetype of the abundant woman for so long and I couldn't see that I was already her so crazy so I've I've manifested so much more than enough and now it's time to manifest the freedom from said more than enoughness so all of this to say double check your intentions and all of the possible interpretations and meanings thereof. um, A, before you start any magical working and B, before you consider any magical working a failure and probably also other times. And like, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, again, I come back to the question of like, was it a mistake to focus on abundance? And I don't think it was. But I do think that I took it a little farther than necessary before realizing, like, I I do think it should have been obvious to me just how much abundance I've manifested. And I mean, I've even, I've even manifested some ridiculous raises. And, uh, okay, by ridiculous, I mean, I don't think I'm being paid more than the labor that I do is worth. I actually still think I'm paid less than the labor that I do is worth. But the amount that my hourly pay has increased over the past year is more than it's increased over the rest of my career put together. So I do have to look at that and feel like I actually have been increasing, have been manifesting abundance. And, you know, when I when I'm able to give things to my friends and they look at me like, whoa, you're so abundant. Like my reaction for so long has been like, meh, (laughs) no, I'm not. (laughs) But the truth is I am abundant. It just comes at a price that detracts from the feeling of abundance because I don't have the freedom. You know, even if I had the money to travel I don't necessarily have the freedom to do it because it's like, well, I have to be back at my job (laughs) in two and a half days, you know? Or like, you know, I I feel... I realized that without my freedom, and this is key also, without my wellness, I didn't really feel abundant. (sighs) So... Yeah, I don't I don't know that it was a mistake to focus on abundance in the first place, but I wish that I had gone deeper sooner with asking myself the question of like why don't I feel abundant even though I've surrounded myself with all of the trappings of abundance. trappings trapped hmm something to think about i don't know if it's worth thinking about too deeply but there's a little wordplay for you so yeah and 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 i think i've i i'm struggling to come up with an example right now but i think i've had this with other intentions in the past as well where i was like oh i di- i did a spell or whatever and i felt like it failed and then i realized like oh well actually I did technically get what I asked for and I should have been more specific about what I asked for. So I guess this comes back to that old um, saying of be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And, um, you know, I wished for abundance. I wished for more than enough and I definitely got it. And now it's time to shed and now it's time to release. And now it's time to sacrifice. I, I am – I'm proud of what I've manifested. I really am. And it it's only really just this past week that I've allowed myself to appreciate. Just like, I don't know. I don't know how to communicate this because I really was starting to feel, you know, despite <laughs> despite being 10 episodes into this podcast and two books into my witchy author career and you know, the founder of Oil Coven and all these other things, I was starting to wonder if I was any good at magic at all. And if I was even, you you know, I like, why do some of my manifestations work, but not the really important ones? And I think the answer that I've come to is that my biggest manifestation did work. I was just manifesting the wrong thing. And that is why intention is so important. So I am finally allowing myself or like able to come to terms with the fact that I'm actually a really good manifester. Um, having had the realization that I've actually manifested like so much abundance, ab- ab- that I've actually manifested abundance to the point of overabundance, um, you know, having that realization... I feel very proud. I feel very proud of myself. I feel much more confident in myself moving forward. And I feel much more confident telling you also that you can do this too. Um, And I also feel like it is extremely important that I ask you to double check your intention and to just make sure that what you want is, that what you say you want is really what you want. Um Yes. So I'm I'm proud of what I've manifested. I'm happy with it. I'm extremely grateful for it. And um, I'm going to manifest something else now. And that's my freedom. So I'm ready to sacrifice some of this abundance to purchase more freedom. And if you want to know more about sacrifice, again, You can go back to the previous lesson where we talk about sacrifice and we talk about the importance of need versus want as well, which I didn't put into the title and which I'm not sure I meant to make a part of the episode, but I think it became a part of the episode. I think it's actually really important. So those are some things we went over last week and um, this whole manifestation series. I'm really excited to do more of it. I think our next episode, though, we're going to take a break from manifestation. Haven't decided what it's going to be yet, but I look forward to it and I'll see you there. So this is the end. This is the end. That's that's why intention is so important. And I would love to know what are your intentions for 2022? And that's actually the homework is to just get clarity on your intention. And, um, you know, whether whether for you that comes in the form of a New Year's resolution or like an overarching goal for the year or a word of the year or like a perhaps even a tarot card that you want to embody this year, whatever it is, um I want to know about it, get clarity on it. And if you need help getting clarity on it, you can book a divinatory coaching session with me and we can talk about it, we can pull some cards and runes and stuff together and have a great time cl- getting clarity on your intention for the coming year or for next week or for next month or for whatever, you know. The how how our sessions together go is largely up to you. Like I'm there to help you take it where you want it to go and I'm also there to help you figure out where you want it to go. You don't necessarily have to know. But um I I love doing these sessions with people. I love getting together with somebody often somebody I've never even met before and and get, you know getting to know you really intimately over the cards and whatever divinatory tools we use. I do use mostly cards honestly for divination. Um, I love that, that way of getting to know people really deeply and asking the questions that allow people, my clients to get to know themselves more deeply and to get to know their own desires and intentions and fears more deeply and to, to work through those and to work around those through those, whatever, you know, it's, it's different for every person. Um, I love doing it. I love seeing how it transforms my clients. I love seeing how my clients like move forward and change their own lives and like take control of their own lives with the with the decisions that we. Well, it's decisions that you make, you know. But I think it's a, The point of these coaching sessions is to help you map out the influences and energies in your life and in your own personal patterns and in the world around you and to help you make the best decisions for yourself. You know, the point is to map the road to your highest potential, to your best possible reality, your best possible future, to map the path to your best possible future. And uh, I would love to do that with you. So your homework this week is to get clarity on your intention for this year or if you're listening to this in the future, just get clarity on what your current primary goal is. Um, and if you actually, if you don't have clarity on your uh, big picture vision, I would I would suggest getting clarity on that first actually. So, okay, homework assignment number one, get clarity on your big picture vision because you can use your big picture vision to check the, I wanna say accuracy of your current primary goals. Um, or your, your, you know, your puzzle piece goals along the way. If you get clarity on what the puzzle is that you're putting together, that's going to help you get a lot more clarity on what the pieces are of that puzzle. And we can also do that together. So, homework assignment number one, get clarity on your big picture vision. Homework assignment number two, get clarity on your current primary goal whether that's for 2022, 2023, 2036, whatever you're listening to this um next week, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um October, May, <laughs> whenever, whatever, whatever you're listening to this, I want to know what's your current primary goal right now? How does it fit into your big picture vision? And uh I would love to hear about it. And if you share it with me in a voice message, I would love to feature it in the Homework Review on next episode, yeah, on the next episode or on any future episode. Um Again, like, I I think the lessons that we teach at magic school here are, like, permanently relevant. I don't think that these things will become irrelevant in the future. I don't think that if you're doing this homework assignment six months or three years from now, that it's going to no longer be relevant to my listeners. I think that the other, you know, students and fellow professors of various magic school stuffs... um, (laughs) will benefit from hearing what you have to say and what you have to share and uh i'd love to hear from you so so all that said i will put some resources in the show notes for you if you want to go a little deeper dig a little deeper go over some more stuff you might find some stuff in there that will interest you and uh oh yeah also please 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 if you've listened this far It will cost you absolutely nothing to subscribe to this podcast. And I would love to have you as a listener for my future episodes. And uh, it will only cost you a very small amount of time to rate and review this podcast. And that would mean the absolute world to me. I know that Welcome to Magic School can currently be reviewed on Apple Podcasts, which I believe it'll take a little more time if you don't have an iPhone or if if you don't listen through Apple Podcasts. But... Um, it can be done. I've been, I've been told, and I know that you can also review it on Audible, and I know that you can also review it on Stitcher, and I think there's one more place, but I forget what it's called. And also, you can just send me nice messages or leave me nice comments, and I will consider that a review, and I will probably screenshot it and post it because every nice thing that anybody ever says about any of my podcasts makes me so happy and makes me feel so appreciated and so abundant and I love you. So yes, if you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe. I would also, if you learned something today, I would love it if you would take a moment to share what you learned on Instagram or whatever social media you use. If you're on Instagram, please do tag at Welcome to Magic School so that someone else can benefit from your learning too, and you can help them find this podcast. Um, But Yes. So that's all. Thank you so, so much for listening. Have an absolutely magical day, and I will see you next week on Welcome to Magic School where you'll learn how to level up every aspect of your life and make your everyday magical one step at a time with witchcraft that works.